Always, uh, I'm Jobu, and I'm joined by Vicky. Hey. And Johnny. Hello. And this week we watched uh, Wes Craven's Scream for back-to-back Wes Craven movies. Uh, and spoiler alert, this movie's very good. <laughs> um, had you guys seen this movie before? I think I'd seen parts of it, and I just kind of knew about it because it was pretty big when it came out. Uh, but I hadn't actually seen the whole thing. Got it. So I've seen it before. Uh, I saw it in high school, probably. Maybe middle school. I don't know, actually. Um, But the only things I really remembered from it were uh, Nev Campbell hitting him with the broom. Not the broom, the umbrella. uh, And then Matthew Lillard crying, saying that his parents were going to be really mad at him. (laughs) That's the moral. There's like a whole half of the movie that I just don't remember. Basically the first half. And then the other half is Matthew Lillard crying. Yeah, basically. I mean, that's pretty much what it breaks down to towards the end. Uh, Those are the important parts. Yeah. So what did you guys think of this movie? I liked it a lot. <laughs> it was good. It's really good. Yeah, Scream's awesome. Um, Vicky, what did you what did you like about it? Um, so it pokes fun at the whole about like going to like it's it was still scary, but also poking fun, you know? Like they had <laughs> the janitor at school. <laughs> his name Fred, and he had the sweater. <laughs> the Freddy Krueger yeah. sweater. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. They had. They literally had the horror movie rules. Yeah. Yeah. This movie is ridiculously self-aware. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> yeah. So there's a, a a quote from Adam McKay uh, about smart dumb movies um, where he says that a smart dumb movie is a movie where you're making fun of a thing but you're also doing the thing Uh, and that's how I feel about Scream is like it's making fun of slashers but it's also just like being a slasher like it's not Mm -hmm. it's sort of satirizing the genre but it's not but it's also doing it yeah Yeah. there's straight up one of the characters in the movie called this type of movie a Wes Carpenter film, and it was fucking hilarious. Yeah. I also really like when Sydney is like, uh, says all the reasons that she doesn't watch horror movies, and it's all the things that basically have been happening this entire movie. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Up the stairs instead of out the front door. (laughs) Yeah, but like, there's also like a reason for all of that stuff, right? So like, she tries to run out the front door, but the, the deadbolt is or not the deadbolt, but the little chain latch thing is thrown. Yeah. And it, like, gets stuck, and the killer's getting up, so she runs up the stairs, because it's the closest thing to her. So, like, it's not like the characters are acting stupid, but no. also they're doing the stupid things that they do in horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I really liked uh, Rose McGowan's character, uh, Tatum. Yeah, uh, she was great. When she, mm-hmm. uh, they were talking about Jamie Lee Curtis, because they were watching Halloween during the movie. Um... And she says, someone says something about Jamie Curtis having the best pair of lungs. And she's like, you mean breasts? And she gets up 
and she's just like she's wearing a sweater with clearly no bra and just has like super hard nipples (laughs) (laughs) and then she just turns into the exact like large breasted bimbo she was just complaining about it's very good um or when uh jamie kennedy's character who has a name maybe Randy uh, or something he's not even on the first page of people on imdb randy. it is randy okay so when randy is sitting there this watching, is my, i think you're gonna say this is my favorite scene of the movie by the way so if you want to get to this later we can okay yeah 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 let's hold off on it uh so let's do let's do this uh did you guys find this movie scary no <laughs> I thought the beginning was scary. The with Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that part was. I think her uh, dying was scary. I don't know if it's because of the voice, and I'm used to used to the screen voice being spoofed so much. But it like as soon as screen voice came on over the phone, it was just like, this is funny. This is very funny. <laughs> yeah, oh, I could I hadn't see that. I had heard it before. <laughs> Yeah, if you haven't, like, seen Scary Movie, um, which you don't have to, it's unimportant, (laughs) um, then you probably don't have that whole, like, the scream voice thing. Um, Also, I think, Vicky, you're a little younger than us, so you would have been in, like, elementary school, I think, when this movie came out. Oh, I guess we probably were, too. But, like, it was fully out of the zeitgeist by the time you were old enough to be, like, annoyed by it. (laughs) Like dressing up in on Halloween, like had the scream mask, but that's all I knew about it. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, Johnny, you said you didn't find this movie scary. Is it just the scream voice and the fact that it's mostly actually just funny? Yeah, it was mostly just funny, and I think um, it. I don't think they ever actually break fourth wall, but they are it's so like, meta and self-aware that it's constantly reminding you that this is not really a horror movie is what how it i mean it is it definitely is a slasher movie but it just didn't feel like i guess there's so much comedy that the tension never really built yeah so the tone or not for long the tone is sort of a lot more lighthearted than like some of the other even like nightmare on elm street which is i would say not a super serious movie uh <laughs> Like, the tone of Scream is much more lighthearted, but I think there's some, like, legitimately good horror in it. Um, I think the whole Drew Barrymore scene, I think, is really good. Um, That's, like... Even while she's, like, burning her popcorn. (laughs) Well, yeah, she burns the popcorn because she's being, like, on the phone with a killer. Um, And also, she probably could have called the police just because the dude says, like, no, they won't get here in time. She's just like, oh, you're right. Okay, please kill me. Uh, Yeah. But, like, that part, I think, was that was a really good horror scene. Um, and then uh, there's stuff throughout, like, when they're watching the killer behind Randy on the screen. And they're like, where'd yeah. he go? Oh, shit, there's a 30-second delay. And then he gets They did a cut. really good job setting up all that stuff. Mm-hmm. All, like, the delays and even stuff were, like, in uh, the main girl's room, how her closet blocks the door. And so like her dad in the very beginning opens the door and it blocks it. Like all that stuff comes back. Um, So we did a really good job sort of foreshadowing a lot of that stuff. Yeah. This movie had really good horror sections, like uh, legitimately like good, I think. Um, 
and I do think that the tone sort of made it less scary. Um, but I do think the first section, um, like Vicky was saying with uh, Casey, is like yeah. scary. In as much as a slasher can be scary, I think. I think there's sort of a a, an upper ceiling to how scary you can be in a slasher, but that scene I think is one of the better like slasher sequences that I've seen. Yeah, and there's not a whole lot that's super meta or making fun of itself in in that moment. No, you don't really know that it's gonna do that, right? Right. Right. Other than the fact that it's, like, acknowledging that scary movies exist. I think this is, like, the first horror movie to That's acknowledge true. that there are horror mm. movies. Well, yeah. we're watching, like, The Thing or something, right? Yeah, but not, like, they don't talk about it, if that makes yeah, sense, that's fair. right? And, like, yeah. her, like, her life depends on having watched Friday the 13th and not being wrong. Which, by the way, alright, so this ruins the entire movie. I don't know. <laughs> how you guys yeah. feel about it but so really in that spoiler scene friday the 13th no <laughs> well i'm about to even more spoiler friday the 13th uh, <laughs> so in that scene the killer says no it was mrs Voorhees. jason doesn't show up till the second one and that's fucking wrong jason shows up in the last scene the very end of friday the 13th he like emerges from the water does this uh-huh. like his hand sticks out of the water and he gives a thumbs up uh something like that i think he like pops up and he's like my name's jason Voorhees, and i approve this message oh my god it's jason Voorhees. <laughs> <laughs> can we watch jason born movies? those are horror movies right? i feel like i feel like if you shoot jason born from the side of any one of the foot soldiers that he just slaughters along the way it's definitely a horror movie <laughs> Or if while you're watching it, you just think about how it caused everyone to start using shaky cam. That's sort of a horror movie in itself. We're all living with that horror. Yeah. (laughs) That sort of creeping dread of shaky cam about to take over all action movies. Um, So the other cool thing about the the opening Drew Barrymore scene is it kind of shows you... And there's a few movies that do this. The one I think of is like uh, Death, uh, Death Proof, where like you see a whole large chunk of the movie, and you see one person going through this thing and they fail, and then you're introduced to the hero of the story, um, and you so you kind of know what they're going to going through, even though they don't. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, and this movie was marketed as like starring Drew Barrymore. Yeah, she's on the front. She's like on the cover on the front. Yeah, like, she was on the posters. Nev Campbell doesn't show up on any of the posters anywhere. Like, and so huh. you think that, like, Drew Barrymore is going to be the star of the movie, and then she gets got, like, ten minutes in. Yeah, that's okay. pretty good. I think that would have made this movie better. Yeah. Glad to know that I'm not, like, the... I am <laughs> the target audience, essentially. I thought she was going to be the, the main character. Oh, man, I wish I could have had Vicky's experience with this. <laughs> um, Yeah. The, it's sort of like Hereditary, where they marketed it, like, focused around the daughter, and then her head falls off. I thought um, she was the main character. Yeah, yeah. And that was actually really cool, I think, a really cool idea. I didn't realize that. Even though she was on the cover and all that stuff, I didn't realize that's how it was marketed. Okay, do you guys have any other, like, general thoughts about Scream before we move into the other stuff? 
I can't I can't decide if um, Wes Craven was actually making fun of his own movies or <laughs> not, or if he was kind of making fun of people who don't like them. What do you mean? So at one point, somebody's like, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street sucked, or Nightmare on Elm Street's great, and he's like, another one of the characters is like, well, the first one, but all the other ones suck. <laughs> Yeah, I think Wes Craven's just sort of making fun of himself a little bit. Yeah, probably. He doesn't seem like the type of filmmaker to be above uh, making fun of his own work. <laughs> He's a chill dude. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Apparently he's a very nice man, but he... <laughs> just makes horrific movies. I mean, very yeah. funny movies. Yeah, I mean, Last House on the Left, I think, is not very funny. But, uh, anyways, moving on. Uh, let's do this thing. Oh, scariest scene. What do you guys think? Uh, definitely the opener. Yeah, like when they still, when, like, turn the porch lights on or whatever, and her yeah. boyfriend's out there in the chair and all that shit. Yeah. Her boyfriend sort of sucks. <laughs> Well, I mean, we didn't see how he got got. So, so one of the cool things, I think something to note, actually, about this movie is that in a lot of slashers, or just sort of horror movies in general, you get to a point where you're like, one person can't do all that stuff. How'd they get around the house so quickly? How are they, mm -hmm. you know, getting hit so hard? And at the end of this movie, they, it's ex everything is explained. We kind of talked about that a little bit earlier, right? Like, there's a reason she, she runs upstairs instead of out the front door. There's a reason why... He the he the slash is jumping out of the closet right because one of those assholes was in there the whole time and the other one was chasing her around so it appears like there's one dude but there's actually two wearing the costume mm -hmm. and I think that's pretty cool having that explanation is neat yeah uh, the problem with Steve really is that every other person in the movie just kicks the crap out of the killer right. <laughs> Like, yeah, but there's two of them. They probably jump Steve after pr practice or yeah, something. Yeah, and that's fine. And they still get got by everyone. Like, <laughs> they get their asses kicked the whole movie, which is something I really like. So, like, in most yeah. of these movies, it's like an unstoppable force. But in this, it's just, like, two goofuses. <laughs> yeah, it's two shitty little teenagers. <laughs> and they're getting their asses kicked by Nev Campbell. It's very good. She's or pretty like, badass. Uh, Rose McGowan in the garage. That part's really good. She, like, fucks him <laughs> up. <laughs> she probably could have took him if she didn't try to squeeze out of the doggy door. Yeah, well, she also could have made it out the doggy door. I think they accidentally, like, in the first take of it, she went too far. Because you can see her, <laughs> like, fully through, like, both shoulders through. And then it cuts to the neck. It cuts and her other shoulder's not through. So I feel like she uh -huh. went too far the first time. And they were like, well, that's probably too far, but... I really feel like reshooting this, so let's just cut it. Or maybe her <laughs> hips are wider than her shoulders. Well, except she was acting like her shoulder couldn't get through. In the... In, like, immediately after. Um, anyways. Yeah, so, like, these two goofuses are getting their ass kicked by everyone in the movie, and Steve, who's supposed to be, like, a football player or something, just gets got. Like... Yeah, I think this movie is pretty anti-jock. Yeah, I mean, pretty anti-Steve, at least. Were there any other jocks in this movie? Uh, I don't think so. No. Okay. Yeah, so just anti-Steve. Steve sucked. Well, I mean, I think it's pretty anti-jock to have no jocks other than Steve. <laughs> well, we don't know about those other guys at the party. 
that all like took off. Oh, they were nerds. They were so clear. They were sitting around <laughs> watching a movie. Are you kidding me? It's fair, I guess. Um. Okay, uh, Johnny. What was it? is everyone scariest scene? The Drew Barrymore scene. I think yeah, and just that that whole opening scene was very good. Um, mm-hmm. and probably the scariest of the movie, and it just sets up everything very well. Yeah, yeah, I think that it's it's one of the best like slasher sequences that I've seen. The only thing better is like when Annie is running away in Halloween, but that's just because <laughs> she's perfect. Okay, uh, so let's do best kill now. Uh, Johnny, what do you what do you got? I mean, I might be stealing yours, but I think it's Tatum. Oh yeah, that one's good. Even though I guess maybe the doggy door could have been smaller, um, I think it worked pretty well, and it was it was pretty Final Destination esque, right? Like there weren't a whole <laughs> lot of like creative kills. It's pretty pretty standard slash kills in the movie. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I really like that one. Uh, I don't know that I've seen a garage door that actually would just lift a person up until they were dead. Uh, or had like a weird blade on the top of it <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean they probably shouldn't have mounted the circular saw up there <laughs> but no her death was really good that whole like that whole sequence is really good like I talked about earlier when she says the, the thing about uh, large breasted uh, horror victims and then says the thing about Jamie Lee Curtis's breasts and then she gets up in her like tight sweater and both her nipples are hard. It's just so <laughs> so funny and they're like still hard when she's dead. <laughs> it's so it's just it's just great. Like every part of that scene is great and like she's throwing the beer bottles at mm. I assume Billy. But I kind of assumed it was uh Matthew, Matthew Lillard. Lillard. What's his actual what's his stew? Stewart um yeah i mean at one of them who knows um like that whole scene's really good and then the way she died was really good uh vicky how about you um well actually it's at the beginning with the steve yeah i was gonna say drew barrymore but also steve like both of them combined because like she tries so hard she gets so far yeah. I wasn't and gonna do it. Her parents are right there, and then like she can't like yell out to them. And like... it was very good. It was very good that she, when she was getting murdered, and her parents were like three feet Freaking away. Freaking hung from the tree. Yeah, that was good. Um, my favorite was Steve. Uh, just because I love <laughs> that Steve just like gets got and then gutted. <laughs> it's just like it's so. All the other kills in it are like something like happens like the person fights back except for henry winkler <laughs> but we'll, we'll, we'll maybe circle back on that one um principal yeah uh okay. but like everyone else like fights back like there's a struggle back and forth nope steve just gets got and he's just he's just duct taped to a chair somehow instantly and then killed it's very good um, Would it be better or worse if they showed Steve get got? Maybe like in a flashback. 
I just, I, the only way it would have been better is if Steve was just, like, already sitting in the chair. <laughs> they just walk up and duct tape him. Yeah, he just, like, sits there the whole time, like, yep, I guess. <laughs> what are you guys doing? <laughs> Otherwise, there's nothing costumes? that could have made that better. Um, Fair enough. I think... Yeah, I think that it's it's probably... I think that I like Steve dying the same way I liked Franklin dying in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I really Massacre. hate Steve, and I don't really get it. <laughs> He's just really fucking useless. Every, everyone... <laughs> the, these two doofuses are, like, getting their asses kicked by, like, 100-pound girls. And then you have big jock Steve, and he's just like... Hur, dur, 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 dur. Oh, I'm dead. Look, everybody gets got. Everybody gets got at some point, right? Sure. Steve just wasn't on his game. Yeah. Wasn't there. Because of it, him and his girlfriend die. Okay, you know? I'll give you, like, a real answer. Uh, it's the... <laughs> the cameraman... Who had a name? Dan probably. Dan Doherty, yeah. Sure. Um. The that. Why'd you part... like it when he he was like the saddest death? Yeah. yeah, but like that kill was really good. Like they're yeah. watching and they're like, and he's like, or she's like, where'd he go? He's like, oh shit, this is a thirty second delay, and then <laughs> right across Got the throat. A lot of blood too, just a lot of blood. <laughs> and he gets put on top of the van. Yeah, that was kind of yeah. weird, huh? Did he crawl yeah. up there, do you think, and then died? No, I think he got up put there. Okay, so here's a question. Do you think, realistically think that the two of them could have put him on top of that van? I mean, they were able to take down Steve, who's a very strong jock. <laughs> Captain of the football team. So, yeah, probably. Uh, I don't know. With both Matthew Lillard and Billy? Uh, his name is Skeet. So. <laughs> Skeet. Who Ulrich. names their child Skeet? Well, I'm pretty sure that Skeet was named after Skeet. <laughs> As if the ah Skeet 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 Skeet. Right, from the windows to the wall, yep. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> so. Yeah, maybe they could have. I oh, find. definitely, yeah. yeah. Okay, sure. The two um, of them working together, maybe not in the costume. It seems like that got more, that got in the way more than it really helped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um. The okay, can we talk about Henry Winkler for a second? Yeah. The principal. And then there's something I want to talk about. Um. So, there's the scene where in the bathroom where you see the the killer's boot comes down. Yeah. Right? And then later you see, like, Henry Winkler wearing those boots or something. Oh, I didn't make that connection at all. Really? Or maybe it was the cop wearing the boots. Anyways, I forget. They try to sig signal that Henry Winkler's the killer. And I'm just like... Yeah. There's what? A, yes. There's no way that the Fonz is the killer or that <laughs> What's-His-Face from Arrested Development is the killer. There's just <laughs> no way. <laughs> Neither of those people are killing these kids. Um. So I think the scene for me that made when i started thinking like oh they're trying to make the fawns look like the killer is when he was waving and snapping the scissors at those two kids that he just expelled yeah that's the one there we go and he looked like a psycho killer yeah <laughs> and i was like dang he lost he lost his cool that's it he's yeah. done yeah he was done that's 
There we go. I mixed my uh, my red herrings up. Um, Somebody else had boots. I think it was Dewey who had the boots on. Or maybe it was one of okay. the other cops. I can't remember who. Um, But so why did they kill Henry Winkler? He lost his cool. <laughs> Gotta go. But not to uh, them. They don't even know that. Everybody knows about the Fonz. Yeah, they just didn't <laughs> like him. Yeah, it just, it was weird. It didn't, like, do anything. Oh, no, you know what? It makes sense. So the people that he expelled were later at the party, mm-hmm. which means they were friends probably with the killers. So they killed the principal in retaliation for expelling their friends. Also, they do say that no motivation is scarier. Having no motivation is scarier. Yeah, yeah. I guess. And but that's kind of the way they plug that plot hole. Kind of have a motivation for One of them does. her mom. Right. Skeet has a motivation. Billy just likes the game, man. Or no. I'm getting them confused. Matthew Lillard likes the game. No, Matthew Lillard is just an idiot. Right. Like, he he's likes just the game a of murdering old, people. He's a big old dummy. That's his problem. Yeah. <laughs> his motivation is that he's, he's a big old dummy. I just think if he realized how angry his parents were going to be before he did the murders, he wouldn't have did them at all. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah I just the the Henry Winkler killing seems sort of like it just felt like in a different movie I don't know maybe that's just me maybe that's just me saying uh, Barry Zuckercorn question mark (laughs) get killed you're like no no Barry no (laughs) Um, I think if you're Wes Craven and you've got the Fonz in your slasher movie yeah, you, you have to kill you him. You kill the shit out of him, right? Yeah, you just have to. Um, he was also very anti-kids. Really yeah. not a great, great principal candidate, I don't think. <laughs> like, really just, really hates teenagers. Yeah, don't worry, all though. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but he, like, he, like, threatened to kill two in his office. Yeah, he lost his cool. One hundred percent. Okay, uh, Vicky, uh, you said Drew Barrymore, Johnny said Tatum, and I said Steve. It's Steve. Steve was good. <laughs> it's just the just the fact that it seems like he didn't put up a fight at all, and everyone else is like, other than Henry Winkler, who is an old person. Uh, I think I think you have a problem with people in chairs. Yeah, that's true. The, the he Franklins was, and the Steves, was, you're just like, fuck those guys. He was chair-bound for the entire movie. His entire role, he was chair-bound. Yeah. Uh, okay. Sitting allowed. Uh, well, sitting is allowed, but you have to also stand up. <laughs> uh, Alright, uh, let's talk about our favorite parts. Uh, Johnny, why don't you lead this off? Because I think that you have one. Yeah. Yeah, I do. <laughs> so, and it, it's it's one hundred percent about how self aware the movie is, and like just Randy is sitting on the couch, watching Halloween. There's nobody else around him anymore. He's drunk as shit, and he's talking to Jamie Lee Curtis, not the character, but to Jamie Lee Curtis, and giving her advice about how to get away from the slasher. And then the slasher and scream shows up behind him. And he just starts shouting, Jamie, behind you. And Jamie is the name of the actor who's shouting it. And it's just very good. Yeah, yeah. That scene is, like, uh, 
one of two sort of perfect distillations of the movie Scream. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's super self-aware. It's a really well-done scene. Like, it's a very good, like, horror scene. Um, and it's but just... also a good comedy scene. Yeah, it's just really funny. Um, and unfortunately, uh, it made it so that Jamie Kennedy had to be part of our lives. <laughs> Which I think is the real horror. <laughs> it's not what you think. It's not worth it. <laughs> Wes, Wes Craven unleashed the true evil. <laughs> Jamie Kennedy's comedy career is basically Michael Myers. <laughs> um, so my favorite part, I'm going to go to mine because it, it ties into this, uh, is basically, uh, so there's two different ones. One is when he's outlining... Uh, Randy is outlining all of the rules to surviving a horror movie uh, while they're watching Halloween and while there are killers on the loose. Yeah. Um, and then he says, and definitely never say be right back because you won't be back. And Matthew Lillard <laughs> gets up to go get uh, something to drink, I think. And he's like, I'll be right back. <laughs> like, that whole scene is super good. Yeah. Yes. Uh, um... And like the when he says you can't have sex and everyone boos, then he says you can't drink beer and everyone <laughs> clinks their beers and boos. Uh, it's just it's really good. Um, and then at the end when you think that Jamie Kennedy's been killed, and he's like, "Good thing I'm a virgin," and like shoots him. <laughs> that was really good. I also like basically every time Jamie Kennedy got super meta about it, it was really good. So like when yeah. he was accusing <laughs> yeah. Billy in the were they in a uh, record store video or store? a video store. Oh whatever. man, that was a great scene. Just because it's in a, like a blockbuster, right? Yeah, whatever sort of store we don't have anymore, and they were in it. Um, <laughs> and I mean, it was kind uh, of glamorizing a blockbuster too, because everybody in there was like having a good time, and the place was just maxed out. Yeah, blockbusters <laughs> used to be fun. Everyone used to love going to the video store. I feel like it was doing to blockbusters what Body Snatchers was doing to a restaurant inspector people. It's like, that is a very glamorized view. Well, I don't know. Quentin Tarantino started a uh, video store, so it's obviously <laughs> the most glamorous, glamorous thing you could have. Um, yeah. But when he's talking about how Billy is definitely the killer... Um, and then Billy's like, you're the one who's obsessed with all of this. Maybe you're the killer. And he's like, yeah, I should be the number one suspect. <laughs> it was and then really he screams, good. everybody's a suspect. <laughs> suspect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Basically, Jamie Kennedy, uh, all of his like meta stuff were all my favorite yeah. parts of this movie. I like that Ooh. one too because it's not just making fun of horror movies in that point at that in that scene they're also making fun of movies in general where like people are having entire conversations about somebody else who's like literally two feet away and they don't hear any of it it's like i can hear everything you're saying everybody in the <laughs> store can hear everything you're saying you're talking very loudly yeah yeah it was really good um vicky how about you um so mine was <laughs> when uh <laughs> It's also kind of the same in the same vein. Like he's like, careful. This is the point where like the movie the in movies the killer comes back for one final scare, <laughs> and then he does, and she shoots him in the face, <laughs> and she's go she goes not in my movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really I really liked Sydney's just like not really having any of it. 
with these guys. Like, when she answers the phone and she's like, no, I don't watch scary movies. They're all the same. It's some dumb, busty blonde making bad decisions. <laughs> yeah. Just not in my movie. It was very good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to give an honorable mention to the best the best single line of the movie. Um, and it's when Matthew Lillard, who has been, uh, I think Billy tried to murder him. Yeah. Uh, when he's holding the phone and he's like covered in blood and he's just like crying. He's like, my mom and dad are going to be so mad at me. <laughs> it's so funny. I just love it. Yeah. Uh-huh. I really wish Matthew Lillard hadn't done Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Did that ruin it for you? No, it ruined his career, I think. Oh. I really like Matthew Lillard. Yeah, he's great. Uh-huh. Uh, there's something else that just popped into my head, but I can't remember, so never mind. Uh, do you guys have any other thoughts about this movie? Just a really no, good movie. It. Yeah, so, Vicky, is this the first movie that you've, like, legitimately liked? <laughs> yes, it is. Wow, we've sort of okay, done so what's, it. <clears throat> what's different about this one than, say, Nightmare on Elm Street? They were both very funny slasher uh, no. movies. No. <clears throat> you don't think they were both slasher movies? No, I don't think that Nightmare on Elm Street was funny. Oh. What about when he was doing Long Arms? <laughs> long Arms was very it good. It had, like... <laughs> yes, that part was ridiculous, but, like... <laughs> it wasn't, like, funny. I think I think it's a difference between fun and funny right so like nightmare yes. on elm street is very fun like it's obviously having fun but it's not really making jokes like there's like legitimately like joke making in this movie yeah i mean i would argue that long arms is kind of more like it's physical jokes it's like physical comedy yeah it's like carrot oh, well. top <laughs> i could see freddy doing some prop humor <laughs> he basically does yeah but yeah, I mean, I didn't find that movie funny. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was really... legitimately funny. Yeah, I don't think Nightmare on Elm Street was particularly funny. Um, it was just like fun. I had fun the whole time. It did uh, not. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was more focused on the fact that he comes in your dreams and you can't freaking fight against that. It's creepy. <laughs> We should watch some of the other Nightmare on Elm Street movies because I think some in some of them they find ways to fight back. We should watch Dream Warriors. Yeah. There's someone in Dream Warriors that I can't remember. Do we want to skip two and just go straight to three? Yeah, I mean, why not? <laughs> well, I mean, because we won't know what's going on in the story. <laughs> I think it's a new set of kids. Does it matter? Yeah, it matters. Okay, so, oh wait, so this is something I want to talk about. Um, oh shit, Lawrence Fishburne's think... in this movie. Not Scream. <laughs> That was back when Dream he was Larry Warriors. Fishburne. Yeah. Um, do you do you think they've got footage of Matthew Lillard and Skeet bombing around outside of the costume, doing all the prep and stuff like that, and like lugging up Dan Doherty's body on top of the van and doing all that stuff? And if so, would you watch it if it was a movie? Okay, so you're talking about outside of movie, like actual. Like, outside of what they showed in this movie like okay. they didn't show a lot of things they didn't show them beat up and, and capture Steve they didn't show them do a lot of stuff where it's like that would give it, give away that there was two slashers and who they were right? Well, like if they released the another scenes. movie 
like yeah, it would be like a fake behind the scenes showing. <laughs> I would watch. So I would not watch a movie that just was that in Scream. Like I don't. I think the movie's way better not knowing that it's two killers until the end. Right. No. No. You would watch this after you watch Scream. Right. But if they released a, an in-universe documentary about the killings. And they did, like, dramatic reenactments of all of this? <laughs> that I would watch. Oh, man. Nice features. You think Wes Craven listens to this podcast? <laughs> I'll add him on it. Is, I think we just came up with a really good idea. Is Wes Craven still alive? If he is, I'm going to have to edit this part out. Or <laughs> speculate on whether or not he's alive. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he died in 2015. So my guess oh, is that he probably doesn't probably listen. listen. <laughs> um, what about John Carpenter? But someone has to own. I think he's famous. This movie, dead. right? Somebody uh, can do this. We can make this happen. Yeah, why don't I we mean, do we it? Can't. We can dramatically reenact it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess that's our life now. Yeah. Um, I also so realized... this is the, the last episode of this podcast. We'll now be. <laughs> Reenactors. Well, we'll still be doing the podcast, but the podcast will be about the movie that we're making, but it's going to be set in-universe in that movie. It'll be part of the documentary. Okay, but they didn't have podcasts in 1996. No, but we're making the documentary now in the, like... Okay. This is, like, I mean, we could record it all on cassette tapes. We could. Uh. Do they have mini-discs? Mini-discs in 96? Ooh, we can do a podcast that's, like, a behind-the-scenes true crime story of Scream. (laughs) Yeah. Perfect. (laughs) Move over cereal. <laughs> um, so, real quick, I just realized that we got all this way, and not a single time have we mentioned Courtney Cox. <laughs> Which is, like, sort of fine. I don't know. Uh, she was a pretty big part of the movie. She was pretty great. Yeah, and Nev Campbell just punches the shit out of her. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, we also didn't talk about how this is another movie about uh, teenagers paying for the sins of their parents, specifically mm. their mother. Hmm. Yeah, that is true. Sort of. I wouldn't. I don't. I think Billy just wanted to kill some people. I think Billy would have scraped together Skeet any reason wanted, well, to kill. People. I think Matthew Lillard wanted to kill some people. No, I think Billy. I think Skeet probably should have been going to therapy. Yeah, he should have been probably going to both therapy of them because been going he to really wanted to kill people. Matthew Willard, I think, is just a big dumbzo who's gonna just do whatever Billy told him to do. Um, yeah. Also, oh, uh, so this is like, this movie's like two hours long, right? Like, this movie's really long. Mm-hmm. I'm really happy that I can say this movie's two hours long and that that's really long. I feel like we've chosen the right genre of movie to watch. <laughs> but this movie's like two different movies, right? So there's like the slasher movie in the beginning and then the second half right and then there's just like the middle section where they're like going to school yep there's some people being mean at school well town's got a curfew everyone's on curfew i'm dewey no one takes me seriously like all of that stuff um and then it turns back into a slasher movie i don't know i didn't remember that whole like middle section from my the first time i watched this movie and obviously, well, I mean, it's it kind didn't, of forgettable. Yeah, and it didn't make that big of an impact other than the um, what's-his-face scenes, the um, Jamie Kennedy scene in the 
video store or record store or whatever oh. it was. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, um, so, I don't know. I don't really have a thought attached to that, I guess. <laughs> you just wanted to complain about it. I'm not even really complaining. Like, I I enjoyed that part while I was watching it. I think it's sort of telling that we didn't talk about it at all. And that we didn't talk about <laughs> Courtney Cox's character at all until I remembered at the end that she was in the movie and got punched real good. And she had a very big jacket. <laughs> I um, didn't notice her big jacket. It's very big. Just go look at pictures of her in that jacket. It's very big. It's jacket. What? <laughs> jacket. Yeah, here, I'll find a picture of Courtney Cox in this jacket. You guys can see it. It's very big. This is thrilling radio. Huh? Jacket, man. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> That's a marshmallow jacket. Um, it's a very large jacket. But yeah, her like leather jacket is like too big. Are we just okay? We're just putting pictures of Courtney Cox and friends in now, right? <laughs> Did you just Google Courtney Cox big jacket? <laughs> That's a yes, isn't it? Uh, I refuse to respond. <laughs> okay. Anyways, uh, is that sort of all I have about screen? Uh, do you guys have anything else? I don't think so. Okay, uh, so I really like this movie. I think it seems like we all really liked it. Yeah, it was really good. It was yeah. good. Um, so that'll wrap up Scream, and I think our next episode is Night of the Living Dead? Question mark. Oh, okay, nice. Right? Yeah. Sounds I'm... right. <laughs> uh, let me double check. Oh, uh. No, it's not. It's Get Out. Get Out is our, is our next movie. We're going to do a movie from... I mean, it's from, basically the same as Night of the Living Dead. Basically. We're going to do a movie from this century. Really capture the zeitgeist. <laughs> Very relevant. Very relevant. Uh, we're also going to have some special episodes coming up. Uh, you will have already heard them by the time this goes live, so I will not tell you about them. Uh, so that's it. That's going to do it for us. Uh, thanks for listening, and thanks, guys. Love you, bye. You can follow the Discomfort Zone on Twitter at zone underscore discomfort and contact us via email at discomfortzonepod at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.